a divorced single dad, father of five kids. It can be tough raising kids today. Believe me, there are high times and low times. It comes with the territory. But in all my years of parenting, I try to give some good advice. Advice to those parents who are out there willing to listen. My name is Price Van Ray, and welcome to my show. Today we're going to be talking about grieving a child. I usually say first I want to congratulate all the new parents out there, but since we're going to be talking about grieving a child, I want to take a different intro, a different approach. So let me start by a little poem. My child was taken. Why so young? My heart is broken. No song to be sung. Losing a child is something I can't imagine. I have five kids, but if I just lost one child, it would break my heart. I don't know what I would do because I love my child so much. The loss of a child may be the worst trauma a human being can experience. Though it's not terribly uncommon, the experience in the United States is about 10,000 children between the ages of 1 and 14 died in 2018. The horrific potential for losing a child is large, and it's something that hangs over us, and we worry about it. And although reassuring the numbers also makes it plain why death of a child brings so much grief and why so much fear and so much pain is there to experience something so hard as that, it's unimaginable and it's difficult. I know people try to say the right thing. They don't know what to do. They don't have the words. And losing a child is a traumatic event for parents. And finding the right words to say is not easy. It is an unimaginable occurrence. So finding proper condolences for this particular loss can be a challenge for everyone. There are no words that can mend the broken heart of a bereaved parent. Extending our deepest sympathy to you during this time, our prayers and blessings are with you. Yes, we want to send all that. But we also want to hug the person, let them know we're there for them, that we care, that their loss isn't just in their heart, but it's in ours as well. Many people say say these things. There's no amount of words that can express the pain you're going through. So we're sending you love and prayers and hope you're able to find the strength during this dark time. And to be honest with you, it can be a very dark time. And the kind of pain you're experiencing is something no one wants to feel. No one can imagine it unless you really go through it. And nobody wants to go through something like that. But if you do, you need to know there are people out there who are there for you. You know, the love and the joy that your child brought to us will never be forgotten. This is what some people say, and it's true. 
When you see a child smile, the innocence, the happiness in their face, it reminds us of a time when we were carefree. We had no problems, no worries, no responsibilities. It's an innocent time to be a child. So when a child is unfortunately taken from us, we feel it. We feel it not only in our heart, but we feel it in our soul. And when something like this happens, we need to let people know we're thinking of you and your family during this tragic time. Because it is a tragic time. Some messages are your son and daughter was a true inspiration to everyone around him or her. I'm lucky to have known him or her for the time that I did. And our prayers are with you. I mean, if you don't find the words, something like this can help. And if you're a parent going through this, remember, your friends are there for you. And you're not alone. People say your child's big heart and personality was contagious. My heart breaks for you and your family during this time. A few weeks ago, I had a cousin who passed. She was a little girl, not even a year old, and the family came out. But you could see the sadness and the pain that everyone felt because people got up and they spoke about this little girl and how she lit up a room and how she impacted everyone's life. A child, just like everybody, we impact each other's lives. It's as though we are a whole and friends fill that hole. Family fills that hole. But when they're not there to fill it, we can feel the loss. And it hurts. Our heart breaks. The heart cries. And it's sad. Now my cousin wasn't even a year old. And the impact that she made could be seen around the whole room. And although we had a priest there to say words of comfort, he made it clear that the child was loved and by everyone being there, it showed. I have to be honest, if if you're here, it's because you want to be a parent or you're going to be a parent or you were a parent. And as a parent, you want a child And you have dreams for the child. I'm sure you're sitting back saying, I can't wait to change my baby's diaper. I can't wait to see my baby's first steps. I can't wait to see them say, mommy or daddy, or their first words. I can't wait to put them on a bike and watch them ride down the street. I can't wait to take them to the first day of school. I can't wait to take them to the first baseball game and throw a ball with them. I can't wait to bake a cake. 
I can't wait to see them in high school. I can't wait to see their first love. I can't wait to see them graduate. I can't wait to see what they're going to be in the future, what kind of a a person they will be, what kind of contribution they will add in life. And let's be honest, when those dreams are cut short and our expectations, it hurts. It really hurts. Because we wanted to be parents. And to lose a child at a very young age is traumatic. It's something I can't even imagine. But there are people out there who unfortunately are going through this. And no one is prepared for a loss like this. No one is ready to experience something like this. If they say they are, they're lying. It's impossible. And like I said, there are no words, no words to heal the heart. But the words can give you a little bit of comfort if you let it. It lets you know you're not alone. It lets you know someone is there. Oh, I'm going to tell you. People can never get enough hugs. They can't. Every hug is different. The hug of friendship. The hug of family. The hug of I care about you. The hug saying I love you. The hug saying you're not alone. The hug saying I feel your pain. There are many hugs out there. And I'm going to be honest. When you lose a child, you will get depressed. It's it's going to happen. And it's normal. Even you may refuse to eat because you can't because of what you experience. You just have no appetite. You just lose the will. You may not bathe and clean yourself because you're too depressed because of what you're going through. And you may not get out of bed to go to work because you just can't find it in your heart, in your soul, in your mind to pull yourself out of the hole, out of that depression because it hurts so bad, so bad. But what do you do? Well, I'm going to tell you, you can talk to someone. Find someone to talk to. If if you're married, talk to your loved ones. And if you're not married, I'm sure you have family or friends. Like if you're divorced and you lose a child. If you can talk to your ex, talk to your ex. Or talk to your in-laws. There will always be somebody there who will listen. Hopefully they'll listen because they'll know you need to be listened to. You need someone there. You need that blanket of support. You need to talk to someone. And I'll tell you right now, 
you have friends, you have families. And if you can't find anybody, find a priest. Find someone at your local church. Or if you go to church, go to that priest. Explain to him, talk to him or her. They're always willing to listen. And they've gone through situations like this where they can help you. They know the pain you're going through. They know what to expect. This is their job. But also, there are support groups out there. Seek them out. You can seek support groups out on social media. Many, many groups on social media. You can seek them out on the internet. Now, they have video conferencing where you can sit with a group of people in the comfort of your home if you don't want to go out. Where you can be in a and a whole room full of people right on your computer who knows what you're going through, who'll be there to support you. They'll have your back, believe me. And there are doctors, therapists. Talk to them. Now these are people who go to school, who specialize in stuff like this, and hopefully they can help you. But I'm gonna tell you something. You need to remember, you have to allow yourself time. You need time to heal. I mean, it's not gonna happen overnight where your heart is gonna wake up one day and be happy, it's not. You're gonna need time to heal. You're gonna have to deal with this. Your life is like a car. You're driving the car. You're behind the wheel. You're steering it. You know the direction you have to go to. You don't want to crash. Allow yourself time to heal. And it's okay. Because everyone knows you'll be hurting. When you lose a child, you hurt. It's a hurt you never want to feel, but when you feel it, oh my God, it's it's heart-wrenching. And remember, remember every moment you had with your child. Because that time is special. That time is love. I'm going to tell you, I I grew up in the church, so I'm really faith-based, and I believe in God. I believe God is always going to be there for me. I believe God is going to help me through the bad times. He helps me through the good times. And there have been times when I have lost my faith. I have said, where were you, God? Did you leave me? Why weren't you there? How could you do this to me? But I found God doesn't work like that. God is love. God is patience. God is kind. God will help you. I mean, for me, I I find my faith in God. I'm very faith-based. Now, I know there are many people out there who may not be faith-based, but 
also, there's many religions out there, and I'm not diminishing anybody else's religion. In fact, I applaud it. I honor it. Because religion, in my opinion, is one of the greatest things we have. But I pray and I hope God carries me through my pain, through my life. But I'll tell you something. I truly believe whether you believe in God or not, or you believe in some kind of spiritual thing, God will carry you as well. Because I believe that's what God does. Losing a child can be one of the worst things a parent can feel and go through. It's horrible. I I wouldn't wish this on anybody. But right now, I'd like to say a prayer for everybody who's Everybody and anybody who has lost someone they loved, especially a child. Dear God, Heavenly Father, creator of all things, no one knows why things happen in our lives, but our hearts break in time of woe. When someone we love is not here anymore, we know that they now live in our hearts and minds. We pray that you watch over the ones we love. Cherish them and welcome them into your kingdom with peace and love. And we pray that one day we will be reunited with our loved ones when that time comes. We love you and worship you and pray that you can help heal the sadness in our hearts. Comfort us as we mourn and never leave our side. For you are our strength and our redeemer. You are our salvation. Hear us, O Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. And now, it's story time. Little Emily walked to and from school daily. Quite a feat for a second grader. The weather this morning was questionable and clouds were forming as she made her daily trek to John Robinson Elementary School. As the afternoon progressed, the winds whipped up and it began to thunder and lightning. Emily's mother, Mary, was concerned that Emily would be frightened as she walked home from school, and she also feared that the electrical storm might be dangerous. The lightning cut the sky like a flaming sword, followed by the booming thunder, which you could feel throughout your body. Oh, the weather was terrible. Full of concern, Mary quickly got into her car and drove along the route to where her daughter's school was. As she did this, she saw Emily walking along the sidewalk in the storm. She noticed that at each flash of lightning, she would stop, look up, and smile. Another after another flash of lightning, Emily would stop look up in the streaks of lightning in the sky and smile again and again. Mary could not understand why her daughter was doing this. She also couldn't understand why her daughter seemed so unafraid of the storm. 
Emily's mom pulled up her car beside her little girl. She lowered the window and called to her. Emily, she cried, what are you doing? Why do you keep stopping and looking up at the sky smiling? Emily answered, I'm trying to look pretty. God keeps taking my picture. I want to thank you for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new podcast is posted. Rate and review this podcast and share it with your family and friends. I hope that you're leaving with some great things that make you think. Remember this one last bit of advice. Tomorrow is never promised, so don't go to bed angry at your child or anyone you love. And before you go to bed tonight, hug your child and tell them, I will love you forever, Dad. See you next time here on Forever Dad.